Autopilot, a conversational podcast about intentional living. The last podcast, we talked about seeing ourselves and ways that we could see ourselves beyond our physical, but we began with possibly printing out pictures and noticing our physical, noticing ourselves experiencing joy, and rather than a still photo that was taken for a purpose, a website, or something like that on it. And then we noticed about words and how we see ourselves, whether they're positive or negative, about when we were children, what things do we enjoy for the simplicity of just enjoying it? Do we take moments out to enjoy those things now? Is there ever the lightness that we feel when we are able to see ourselves on it? So as you've taken time possibly to see yourself, you might have noticed some emotions have surfaced. You might have noticed that even some anxiety surfaced. And that may be new to you or it may be something that you've always dealt with is anxiety, but maybe you're actually noticing it now and it's making you feel even more uncomfortable about it. And so anxiousness can make us, you know, sweat. It can make us, you know, break out. It can be shallow in the breast and and feel like there's an elephant sitting on your chest sometimes that's going on. And so maybe that's your first time experiencing it or maybe that's something that you've been unfortunate to experience for many years on it. So what do we do when we start to notice what we feel? Well, the first thing we do is just acknowledge that we're having feelings, that we're normal, that we're okay, that they are things that are surfacing through us because possibly we've repressed them. And it's something that maybe we didn't deal with or maybe, you know, has been bothering us and we've let it take too much control over our lives and the feelings that we've had. But we're noticing them. We're noticing those feelings are part of what is making us comfortable or uncomfortable. Not all feelings create anxiousness, right? Some feelings create pleasure. They create joy for us. Sometimes when we see ourselves, we can get an extreme of one to the other. We get to the point where we feel all pleasure and we can't ground ourselves to focus to maybe move forward in things because all we want to do is find things that give us pleasure. And perhaps we go the opposite direction and we feel empty. There's nothing that seems to bring us joy. We know we should have it. We know that we have something, reason to be grateful for. But yet we don't want to feel anything. And we just exist in that. And that can become a dissociation from our bodies. So what we want to do is practice connecting those feelings to our bodies and connecting them to our minds. Connect them to our breath. Notice the change in our breath. Perhaps you notice that when we're anxious, that our breath is shallow. That we're breathing from the top of our chest. We're maybe not even taking a full breath. Maybe we're even holding our breath. And that's adding tension to us. So we're in an anxious state. We're keeping ourselves in a fight or flight system. Our nervous system is ready to react, ready to, to take action, ready to protect ourselves. Or perhaps we've gone to where that we're resting 
so much that we feel lifeless and almost as a zombie, almost as I can't lift this arm to do hardly anything else and we're depressed on it. And those are extreme states and I hope that we're not there. But if we are, to notice that we're feeling those ways and that they are feelings and that way maybe we can seek help and talk to other people. Maybe we need to talk to professional people. Maybe we need to talk to our pastor or counselors. But understanding that those feelings are okay to have. And that's an indication of something that maybe we need to deal with. And it's not an indication of us being bad or us being good, us being healthy or unhealthy. It is part of who we are and we're aware of it. And that's step one, being aware of those feelings on us. Sometimes we even shut people out when we start to see ourselves, thinking that they don't see us. There's no way that they can understand what I'm going through because it's so impactful to me. So we shut them out to shield them from what we feel. Now, maybe you can do that um, when you're not in a family unit. Uh, maybe you do that when you're in a family unit and then later on you realize that deteriorated for a marriage or that deteriorated your relationship. Um, so I hope and advise against shutting people out for that sake. Um, but I understand taking time and processing those emotions. But understanding that we all have them and some have processed them differently than others. And by keeping a support system around you and not isolating yourself, you realize you're part of a bigger world, a bigger community, a bigger family, and that you're not isolated. And that's a step forward, is not becoming isolated. It's a step forward to be vulnerable and to say, I need some help. It's a step forward to take that hand because one day you'll be able to reach that hand backward and help another is what we hope. So maybe, like I said, if you have people that are in your life and they don't have to be in your life and you've shut them out and you think that's better for them, you possibly can do that. But if you're in a family unit and you've got children and a spouse or a relationship there that you want to hold on to, then you got to work within the, that system to support one another through what you're going through. And that doesn't mean that it's wrong. It doesn't mean that you're broken when you're seeing yourself because two people are going to grow. We hope that we always continue to grow and learn about ourselves and listen to others and accept others as we accept ourselves so that we can grow. And from our experiences, we're not the same as we were yesterday. Thankfully, we're not. So maybe we look at our health and we we have a wake-up call. Maybe we say that doesn't feel good, that I've not been treating myself kind. And I start with health by maybe walking a few extra steps a day or eating a different meal sometimes in the week. And that's going to make me feel better individually, that that's not something anyone else has to do. Uh, it's just something I can do for myself. And maybe I start with my health. Maybe I recognize that the emotions that I'm feeling have to do with my health. Maybe I'm tired because of a sickness I'm going through and I have to use my mind 
to remind myself that there's hope, that through prayer, through a higher divine, a higher power of God that you believe in, that that's going to work out, that it's a season in your life, that there's a lesson to be learned in the season. Maybe your health's not so bad that you just couldn't improve it a little bit so that you can enjoy your kids. So you can decide to do some of the outdoor things that you've wanted to do and that you've seen yourself or that you used to do in the past and you enjoyed. You want to have a little bit more active lifestyle. So we start by taking some small steps towards what we want and seeing ourselves a little differently. So I think, what do I like? And then what? why do I like it? What does it bring to me? How do I feel when I'm doing it? Thinking about those things, the what do I like, why do I like it, what does it bring to, to my life, and how do I feel when I'm doing it, help me analyze what it is that I'm attracted to and that I want for myself or that's upsetting me and that I don't like about myself. And I can begin to sort that out. And once I begin to sort that out, I realize I have choices and I can make changes to some of those things. So the feelings are important to recognize. But the feelings are not controllers. We still choose what our action is going to be. And that's important. It's important to see that we have choices. It's important to practice choices. It's important to recognize that you're making choices every day. The choice to remain on the couch, the choice to get up, the choice to phone call someone, the choice not to phone call someone. You're making choices, and you decide whether those choices are in your best interest or the best interest of your support and family system that's working through this program with you. And with those small choices, we realize that in the past, perhaps we didn't have some choices. Perhaps we're carrying something in us that's created and stirred up that we chose or not chose, subconsciously repressed, suppressed into our bodies, and that's beginning to awaken. Perhaps there's some trauma back in there that you were bullied or you were mistreated. Maybe you were abused. Maybe you were just not heard at some point, and you felt you had no choice in a matter. So rather than seeing that pass through you as an experience, your body's held onto it as a trauma. And now it's coming up as a feeling, and that feeling is overpowering the joy that you've once cared. So what do we do with that? Once we have some recognition of that, we recognize that our body's in that state of fight or flight. We recognize that it's something that happened to us, that we had a choice or didn't have a choice. Then we're able to start understanding that that's the past and not my present. We understand that the past is makes us who we are, but it doesn't have to stop us from becoming who we want to be. It doesn't have to stop us from recognizing all the good in our life, all the good about ourselves when we see that. It doesn't make us bad. It doesn't make us dirty. It doesn't mean that we are to be shamed for carrying that trauma with us. We can file it as the past 
and recognize our present. Choosing that our present, that we're safe, that we have a right to be where we are. It may not be where we want to be. Well, if we weren't, if we were everywhere we wanted to be, we'd have no goals to work towards, right? And in this very moment, is there anything that you have to have to complete you at this very moment? Hopefully you've had food in your belly. Hopefully you're safe and not in a toxic environment at this moment. So in this moment, for me, I've been provided for. And it's always been provided for. If I had some trauma in my past, I'm still here today through that. I have a purpose to still be here today. I matter and you matter. And when you see yourself, recognize that you matter. Recognize that those feelings may be feelings from the past and that they're holding us back and that we make choices. And how do we make those choices in the present? It's really hard when you're feeling down or when you're feeling overjoyed and you can't calm down. So sometimes saying things, affirmations, that I am good, I am healthy, I am deserving of joy, I'm deserving to be loved, to be heard. I deserve these things and saying those to ourselves as what we prefer in yoga as mantras. It's a statement, an affirmation statement. And you can look all over Pinterest and type in affirmations and affirmations for the morning, affirmations for the day. You can look in your Bibles and find scriptures. You can read the indexes for hope, for grief, for loss, for anything that you are holding on to. There are resources. There are support systems. There are people to help you release that and let that go. Be aware of those people that have gone through things that you see as advisors. Let them be supportive of you as one day you may be supportive of someone else through that. So now, what else can we do with that anxiety, that thing, that sadness that we're feeling or that joy? How do we come down off of that emotional high? And so we can use the breathing. We, the simple action of breath and intention will move us to a state of calm. And we can start that by placing our hand on our belly and breathing through, feeling the belly rise. Like a light that travels from our belly to our chest to our nose as we inhale. And then as we exhale, that travels from our nose to our chest to our belly. And feel a full inhalation and a full exhalation. Noticing how that feels differently than when we maybe just breathe through our chest and through that shallow breath. I'm choosing to do that. Maybe a 10 count of single breath. As you breathe in and breathe out. Maybe choosing to hold it as you inhale. Maybe exhaling through your mouth with a lot of air that's been held in your chest to let that go. But the simple fact of paying attention to your breathing, seeing a light travel, feeling your belly rise and fall, relieves some of the thought from your head. And it moves us from our fight and flight to our rest and restore nervous system. It's when we can make judgments and decisions and have some clarity 
in what our choices may be. We can recognize our choices. We can recognize our feelings. We can recognize maybe why we even have an addiction, that we've compulsively gone to eat to satisfy something, that we've compulsively picked up a cigarette, we picked up an alcohol, we picked up whatever our addiction may be. Maybe it's people reaching out to people that we need someone to affirm us that sees us every moment instead of being able to be comfortable where we are. But when we become comfortable with our breath and slow down and accept that we're okay, in this moment, there is no danger. We are okay. We can then begin to see gratitude in this moment. We can see the color of the grass, the color of the trees, the breeze that blows, noticing of, of the breeze as it affects the trees. We notice the animals that nature has in them that has nothing else to do. They're taken care of. And there's trust in that, and we hope and we surrender that hope to someone higher than ourselves to say that it's worked out till now, and it will continue to work out, and I've done my best. I won't have regrets. I did the best I could when I did it, and I'll continue to work as positive as I can, and it's no Pollyanna, and I'm not going to skip and jump through my life possibly because that's not who I am, but I am going to choose to move forward. I am going to choose to recognize joy. I am going to choose to love and be loved, to be part of something bigger than myself, to see a blessing in life, to hold a hand that wants to be held, to hug a child who wants to be hugged, to hug a parent who's still available with us that wants to be hugged. That I see, my that I see myself as part of something, of a community, to be valuable to others and that they see beauty in me as I also now see the beauty in me. So I hope we take some of these tips and uh, help us when our emotions begin to get really high or low and understand what's happening, that we're raising our awareness and we're making those choices to, to understand what's happened but to not remain in our past and to learn from what we can learn from, but to accept and show ourselves grace as we can move in our present, finding our gratitude and finding our choices to move to the future that we want to be in. Thank you. Fly.